The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is America with Rich Valdez, powered by PolitiWeek.com. And Rich Valdez is with us, former Christie administration official. You work for Chris Christie, you've been in politics, done a lot of public service stuff. Rich Valdez, columnist now with the Washington Times. This is America. Richie V, you're on the air with the nation. The nation. This is America with your host, Rich Valdez. What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S, your liberty-loving Latino amigo right here, 17 blocks away from Madison Square Garden. It's Veterans Day weekend, and we're still counting votes. But first, I want to give honor where honors due. I think we're going to dedicate the entire show to Veterans Day. We'll talk about some headlines as well. It's important to recognize those that have served especially those that have served and fallen. We have some audio of the National Choir singing God Bless America, and this was an observance at Arlington National Cemetery, and I want to take a moment to um, acknowledge that. Now, many people have family members, brothers, sisters, spouses that have served in the military. And I know my brother, Robert Valdez, United States Marines, uh, he made it home. A couple of bruises, a couple of scrapes, but he's home and he's well. But not everybody makes it home. And for them, I want you to hear this rendition of TAPS. Again, a big salute to everybody that has served in uniform, both those that are with us and those that are not on this Veterans Day. And we're going to be getting into a bunch of different topics on veterans and talking about the news of the day with some veterans. Uh, But I want to talk a little bit about how it's fascinating to me where, you know, scrolling through one of these social media, probably Instagram, by the way, I'm at Rich Valdez with an S on Instagram. I have such a tough time growing that uh, that following. Uh, But anyway, I was on there and I saw that a... um, one of the more provocative accounts that's on there, he slighted somebody with a joke and, and he meant it to be funny. I, I personally didn't even think it was funny, but I was taken aback by how the veterans responded. And he had made a joke and I don't even remember what that joke was, but he followed it up with saying, oh, I guess I, I ticked some people off with my Veterans Day comment earlier. So he put a picture of three different veterinarians with like a cat, a dog and whatever. And he said, a big salute to our vets. 
and a big, um, you know, laughing face emoji. There were, I don't know, 100 comments, 200 comments, whatever it was. And I, I was reading them. And so many of them were identifying themselves as veterans. And they were all saying the same thing. For the most part, that's what I fought for so that you could make these jokes. I fought for your speech. I served so that we can maintain the liberty that we have. And it just went on and on, all different people, different colors, different everything. And it fascinated me that we were all drawn together by liberty. We were all drawn together by free speech so that this guy, this, you know, funny man, I, I can't remember the name of the encounter. I would share it with you. But it was just interesting to me that that was the case. And, and I thought, man, isn't that special? Isn't that America? how everybody could be from a different walk of life, a different socioeconomic background, different races, different cultures, different customs, different religions. But when they put on that uniform, they're bound together by that uniform and the flag for which it stands, right? And I think, man, that is, to me, that's an amazing idea. One that transcends so many differences, that transcends the chasms that we see today, right? There's no, I'm a Biden guy or I'm a Trump guy in the United States military. And if there is, hopefully they root it out very quickly. But from my understanding is it's a chain of command and they follow the commander in chief. Now, of course, I'm sure there are some propagandists and conspiracy theorists that would love to drive a wedge into the military. And I'm sure that there are some ideological demagogues that are also trying to drive a wedge into the military to sway things one way or another. But I think one of the most precious things that this country has is its armed forces. And even though it's been weakened by the, the woke ideology, and even though it's been weakened by the divisive rhetoric and this and that, it, we, I think we remain strong in that all these soldiers, they're all green. They all salute the red, white, and blue. And I think that is what brings us together. And that which brings us together is stronger than that which divides us. In my opinion, I could be wrong. But to me, that's what I see. When I see that we have several people lined up and one of our producers pointed out that um, two out of three of them are all three are veterans, but two out of three are women that have served. And again, this is not something that I'm intentionally doing, trying to get women on per se. This is because I felt these were the best guests for these topics. And it just reinforces to me that America is not what we're told America is in the media. I've never met a soldier that that was bigoted towards someone else. And I, I just don't think that we, we have the problems that so many in, in the media say that we have, that we have these, uh, these, these divisive issues. These, these might be watercolor, uh, water cooler conversations or conversations you might have, you know, while you're waiting for your coffee in the morning. But from what I could see on this Veterans Day, this is an America and it's an America United, at least by way of the military. More to come straight ahead. I am Rich Valdez. We're going to get into our first guest conversation with Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. This is America. The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice-cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. 
Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When it comes to life's adventures, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. It's your journey. Our podcast in our own world takes listeners through our entire journey. The good, the bad, and the oftentimes hilarious moments that make up our lives. Whether we're pulling prank calls on our friends or having an honest discussion about representation, it's all a part of our story. And Hyundai knows your journey is at the heart of your story. That's why they're by your side to cover all of the many miles and milestones together. And thanks to Hyundai, My Cultura listeners can experience the incredible journey of our Latino content creators. We're using their voices to share their stories because we all have a story. Join us as we voyage through life and celebrate its beauty, its diversity, and the voices of our culture. Together, we're discovering our road. Hyundai, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. It's your journey. This is America. He's brown, he's bald, and he's breaking it down. Oh, he's so handsome. What's his name? Rich Valdez. All right, America, it is Veterans Day weekend, and our guest is retired gunnery sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. You've seen her on Newsmax. I, I always have the pleasure of seeing her on Newsmax, and uh, her analysis is always spot on. Jesse Jane Duff, welcome to the program. Hey, good evening, Motivator. Thank you for having me on this fabulous Veterans Day <laughs> where we got to honor so many who serve this great nation. Well, thank you for your service, and uh, we're here to honor you as well as part of that group. Let me uh, ask you a question, uh, because I, I find it um, interesting. I've never met, uh, I've only met one other female gunnery sergeant, so I, I'm guessing that they're they're not in the majority, and how do you end up? <laughs> no, <laughs> right? good, That's guess. An good Good analysis right there. <laughs> uh, how does, how does a, a pretty girl like you wake up one day and say, hey, I'm going to become a gunnery sergeant? Well, you don't really start off uh, as a gunny. You, I joined when I was 17 years old and uh, went to boot camp at 18 and uh, didn't dream that I'd make a 20-year career out of it. And I just kept kept going. You know, what's that old saying Winston Churchill had, was it? Uh, when you're going through hell, just keep going. <laughs> so I just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> I just kept getting, I mean, I love the Marine Corps, but it wasn't... Uh, uh, an easy task, but I would also say that when you're young like that, you really believe that you can do things that maybe as you get older, you'll second guess yourself. Uh, so I joined and uh, just kept on serving. I went into motor transport. I hauled the infantry and the wing units, drove commercial tractor trailers, didn't even have a driver's license when I had joined. Wow. And uh, that from that point, it just started to grow on me. I adjusted. I became something that I never dreamed I would become. I wasn't the uh, assertive, probably loud mouth that I am today, but I would say that I was always talkative and opinionated. So this was definitely uh, just gave me greater confidence and skills to lead, motivate, and inspire people to do things that they would not normally do. So being a Marine was something that just fit me uh, unexpectedly. I ended up doing the 20 years. So um, I'm thrilled I did it, obviously. I would be nowhere that I am today had it not been for the United States Marine Corps. Wow. Well, let's unpack that. Most of this is selfish. I have a daughter that wants to go into the service. And um, so <laughs> I pick your brain to learn what were some of the lessons that you took away. You're saying you wouldn't be where you were if it wasn't for that. And I'm guessing something like discipline and motivation and, you know, the clarity of your direction. But what are some of the lessons that you took away from your service? I really wouldn't be able to summarize it too simply because it's really an entire journey of tenacity and fortitude and determination that when you're in something that is difficult, but you find areas that you can perfect, you learn to focus on those qualities that you do have, not those that you do not you're never going to be great at everything, but you can enhance the skills that you do have. I was an incredible shooter and I was a lousy runner. So I would tease some of the men who would say, well, you can't run that fast. I said, that's okay, but I can shoot. While you're running, I will shoot them. You know, little <laughs> fun things like that. You find out what you're good at. Uh, it's like each person's going to have an individual experience and you do develop friendships. You have to learn to pick your friends wisely. 
because just like anywhere else in society, some people may join the Marine Corps who may not be the best influencers for you. So you hone in on finding those that are the best leaders and ensure that you find that their direction is the one that you want to follow and make sure that you stick it out. You can learn so much from such a wide range of people, but you don't want to spread yourself too thin. And it's pretty much pretty much the lessons that we all have now as adults. But I will say that the biggest thing that I noticed in the Marines compared to when I got off of active duty is that you had to keep moving forward in order to be a successful Marine. You don't have to keep moving forward to be a successful civilian. Nobody is going to ask you to go for a promotion. Nobody's going to ask you to seek a pay raise. Nobody's going to ask you to try to get a better rank or title. Whereas in the Marine Corps, that was expected or you would not be able to reenlist. So you were constantly focusing on what is the next step? What is the next path? What is the next thing I need to do to acquire the next rank or or receive a a strong recommendation? And as I accelerated through the core, it became something that was consistent in my behavior. So um, I would say that the Marine Corps is like no other branch of service. We do not recruit the tangibles. We do not say, hey, we'll give you college money and a technical skill. We say we will give you pride, honor, courage, and commitment. Those are the things you cannot touch. And the Marine Corps is the only branch of service that made its recruiting goal uh, this past fiscal year. Although I will say it was very difficult. It's been a tough year to recruit for a lot of reasons. Uh, But the Marine Corps did manage to do that. It has the toughest standards. Uh, mental and physical, which sometimes people have the mental, but they do not have the physical or vice versa. You must have both to be a great Marine. So uh, for me, having gone in without a driver's license and heading to boot camp and just really being a wide-eyed young female, I learned lessons that were so vastly um, beyond what I would have ever expected. Learning how to be determined how to survive in a male-dominated leadership system, and learning to be very serious about what I needed to accomplish. Say what you mean, mean what you say. Lead, motivate, and inspire those that are junior in rank. Set a positive example. Set Make sure that you always live up to the expectation. And having moral fortitude, making sure that you do what is right even when nobody else is looking. All right, everybody, we're on with retired gunnery sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. Uh, you've seen her on Newsmax and uh, a whole lot of other outlets, and her analysis is always spot on. And we're going to get into some of that political analysis and analysis on current events in a moment. But I'm really just still fascinated with this stuff. So when you're in this environment surrounded by men, like you said, this male-dominated environment, what is it that you hold on to to, to hone in on on survival and success in that environment? Well, the values that the Marine Corps teaches you. I mean, being a Marine isn't that complex to me. You go into recruit training and everything you need to know, you're going to be taught. You're not expected to figure out how to fire a weapon. You're not expected to figure out how to wear your uniform. You're not expected to understand the leadership principles without having those that will teach you what you need to understand. You're handed your leadership material. You're handed uh, the books that you need to learn and study, and you're given great leaders to follow. So hanging on to anything would just simply be the very basics that the Corps teaches you as you go along the ranks. And most of it is uh, something that you learn on the job, so to speak. You know, when I learned how to uh, work in motor transport, I wasn't just thrown behind a big rig overnight. I basically had to go to motor transport school. I was then sent to units. And at each unit, I learned and developed my skills to a point where then I was hauling uh, tractor trailers. 48-foot trailers, 13-speed tractor trailers, high-low transfer like you see on the commercial freeways. And uh, But you, you take baby steps every step of the way, but you just have to consistently be willing to take on greater things and greater accomplishments. You have to have a willingness to improve yourself. That's probably one of the biggest traits that you will have in order to be a successful Marine. Be willing to improve yourself and consistently uh, choose the path that of 
that is positive and filled with integrity. Don't try to cut corners or lie, cheat, or steal because the Marine Corps teaches you very quickly it can't stand liars and thieves, probably thieves more than liars because the thievery would destroy a unit. So integrity is a big issue in the Marine Corps and just doing what is right. Is it Hoorah, devil dog? Is that how it goes? No, no, it's <laughs> hoorah. It it's who you just said it like the army. The army and the Marine Corps say it a little differently. The Marine Corps says hoorah, uh, but I'd rather not try to do that over the 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 radio. I don't think it'll come over very well. Um, but the Marine Corps definitely has a lot of traditions that they do, and the hoorah is just really the army will say hoorah, and the Marine Corps says hoorah, but they don't say it the way I'm saying it right now. You put some bass in your voice and you use your chest and you definitely make sure that you say it loudly. But um, anyway. Outstanding. Thank you for the clarification. Folks, we're on with Jesse Jane Duff, retired gunnery sergeant. She's on social media at Jesse Jane Duff and that's Jesse J-E-S-S-I-E Jane Duff. And um, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to jump into a couple of political topics and some of this election stuff that's going on. What's going on in Arizona? There's a whole lot of that going on. So we're going to dig into that. Some of the other things that I want to get into also, Biden is uh, back on his bandwagon where he's talking about climate hysteria and uh, the Paris Accords and other accords. So we're going to get into a little bit of that as well. So don't go anywhere just yet. This is America. When it comes to life's adventures, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. It's your journey. Our podcast in our own world takes listeners through our entire journey. The good, the bad, and the oftentimes hilarious moments that make up our lives. Whether we're pulling prank calls on our friends or having an honest discussion about representation, it's all a part of our story. And Hyundai knows your journey is at the heart of your story. That's why they're by your side to cover all of the many miles and milestones together. And thanks to Hyundai, My Cultura listeners can experience the incredible journey of our Latino content creators. We're using their voices to share their stories because we all have a story. Join us as we voyage through life and celebrate its beauty, its diversity, and the voices of our culture. Together, we're discovering our road. Hyundai, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. It's your journey. The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis from the Chiquis and Chill podcast. State Farm apoya con orgullo este podcast and all the storytellers on the My Cultura podcast network. They value nuestra familia as much as we do, and that's why they're offering surprisingly great rates, so you don't have to give up on doing what you love. With State Farm, you'll help protect what's important to you. Together, we're committed to elevating the Latino experience. It's our time to be heard about so many topics. Y con el apoyo de State Farm, nuestras voces can speak about mental health, familia, financial literacy, body positivity, y mucho más. State Farm supports our vision, our communities, our neighborhoods, y nuestra gente. Tus seres queridos son tan importantes para ellos como lo son para ti. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. State Farm a proud sponsor of the My Cultura Podcast Network. The 45th President Donald Trump thinks it's an honor to speak with Rich Valdez. Oh, very good. Yeah. It's an honor. Thanks, Rich. The honor is all yours. Conservative Talk with a dash of sofrito. Now, here's Rich Valdez. 
All right, America, welcome back. It's Rich Valdez. NBC News has called the Arizona Senate race for Mark Kelly, uh, indicating Blake Masters has been defeated. Your reaction, Sarge? Yeah, don't call me Sarge. <laughs> You're <laughs> reducing me in rank. You could call me Gunny or Gunnery Sergeant, but Sarge Forgive is me. Uh, very... I'm, I'm yeah, dropping that, and giving you 20 right now. Thank you so much. Uh, it's easy to say that people, you know, when I hear people say to me repeatedly, well, I, I'll just be honest with you, or I'm going to be honest with you, and they have to keep saying that over and over again. I'm thinking in my head... Well, are you normally not honest? Like, why do you even have to preface anything? Well, I'll just be completely honest with you. And I had one lady one time I was on the phone, a business call, and I was talking to her about trying to set something up. And she just kept saying, well, I'll just be completely honest with you. And she must have said that three times. I said, you know, each time you've said that to me, your story keeps changing. (laughs) And I realized, you know, in the Marine Corps, you become very sensitive to Uh, what integrity means because it's drilled into you. And they always would say having the fortitude to do what is right when nobody is looking and that you can always go to sleep well at night when you know that you did what is right when nobody was looking, let alone when people are watching, but knowing that you're doing what is right when no one else is going to know if you didn't do it right at all. It simply gives you a tradition within yourself. It gives you a standard within yourself and it gives you a practice in yourself and an expectation of yourself. And when you live up to that, particularly in those formative adult years, not as so much as just a child, but even as an adult, because we get tempted with far greater things when we're 18, 19, 20, uh, and we're now in the real world without our parents there to tell us yes or no, or scold us or ground us or whatever our parents would do. Uh, we now are going to be held accountable. And the best thing that I remember learning as a Marine was you're going to be treated as an adult. So step up. It's not a matter whenever I hear people, well, they're just a kid. They're just a kid. I say, but if you continue to treat that 20 year old as a kid, then that is exactly how they will perform. The Marine Corps sets the same standard for the Lance Corporal, which is the E3, all the way up to the Sergeant Major, all the way up to the Captain, the Major, the Lieutenant Colonel, and the General. The integrity standard is there, regardless of how old you are, what gender you are, what racial background you have, or whether you are rich or poor, or your educational background, the standard is the same and consistent. That's why when we turn around and we we see that there is the double standard out here, often in law, where we see those that have money can get a pass or can break through and get uh, leniency, and those that without money often can be treated very poorly uh, through the judicial system. So, uh, yes, being a Marine drilled that into me uh, to a point where it just becomes habit, and you don't have to question yourself or doubt yourself. Outstanding. Thank you, Gunnery Sergeant. I uh, I owe you fifty push-ups now. Now uh, <laughs> that's quite I, I, all right. That's fine. I want to switch gears quickly because I want to get your reaction to the um, to the news that uh, now several news outlets are reporting that uh, Arizona Democrat Mark Kelly will defeat Republican Blake Masters in the Senate race. Uh, what's your uh, initial gut reaction to this? Well, Mitch McConnell definitely didn't do anything to help Blake Masters which is tragic. Uh, Mitch McConnell pumped money into those races in which he knew he could uh, get senatorial support for himself and his leadership versus that of people that had supported President Trump. Anybody who was getting a Trump endorsement, he seemed to want to turn away from, which is tragic because money is a big issue in these races. This was probably, uh, I shouldn't even say was probably it I dare to say that we will find out that these races were the most expensive ever in election history because so much is on the line. Uh, does that mean that uh, Kelly has won just because these uh, networks are calling it? No, but usually when they do a projection, it's based upon if you have enough runway left to pick up the vote. So if there's 10,000 votes left and a candidate is, let's say, hypothetically 4,000 votes short, but they see the ratio of votes that are being counted to benefit that particular candidate, let's say it's only one vote out of 10 on average, then they know that there is not enough runway. They also look at the district in which they are coming from. Are they red? Are they blue? They look at a lot of variables, and you've got to have enough runway. That's why when the Oz and McCormick race was so tight, uh, they knew that 
he didn't McCormick didn't have enough runway left to catch up to Oz, even though there were many outstanding ballots. They were looking at the counties in which those ballots were coming from. Uh, that this will be grossly disappointing to me to see Mark Kelly back into the Senate. Uh, needless to say, I'm a conservative, and anybody who has promoted uh, doing nothing but support Joe Biden is not the best senator for Arizona. And it takes a lot of people to take these elections seriously if you want to win. And when I see a race like this collapse like this, it just tells me that uh, Arizona has some work to do because at the end of the day, you have to be able to win on your message. And I do think Blake Masters was an incredible candidate. I supported him um, aggressively myself. So it's unfortunate. However, you know, it doesn't mean that it will be a certified win yet for uh, Mark Kelly. That certification process hasn't even begun in Arizona. So I'm going to hold my breath, but uh, it's unfortunate to hear that they're calling it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm disappointed as well. But Arizona has long had a tradition of having rhinos in the Senate, and it, I think their tradition of that is – it's, it's just well established. And it, it seems to have been very, very tough to get uh, a conservative in there talking about a, a Jeff Flake, John McCain. Um, it, it just goes on and on. And um, here we are today. Now, let's look at um, and maybe you could just chime in on that. What's your thought on that? Do you think that Arizona is a very purplish state? Because uh, I always get the sense that it's kind of a red state. They just always had these, you know, purple leaning politicians in charge. Well, apparently it is a purple state. I mean, how many times, you know, when it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, looks like a duck, I guess it's a duck. And as much as I'd like to say it's a red state, apparently not, because these left-leaning Republicans and for these Democrats to clearly take office and beat Republicans each and every time. And sometimes they don't have the best candidates. Martha McSally did terrible each time she ran. When she ran for Senate, they ended up appointing her as a senator, but then she could not hold on to it into the election bit. Um, I personally had talked with Martha McSally in the past, and I did feel she would be a weak candidate. But I do think that with Blake Masters, he did not get a lot of the money that should have been directed sure. his way. And um, apparently Peter Thiel had given him, was it $40 million or $50 million, which is great. But I gathered that Mitch McConnell was shuffling cards like, the, yeah. uh, like a deck. Uh, he had put money into Lisa Murkowski up there in Alaska. He had pulled money from some senatorial candidates. I do love what happened in Missouri. Uh, both of the... U.S. Senators for Missouri are Republican, and the elected Eric Schmidt came out with Josh Hawley and said that they would not be supporting uh, Mitch McConnell as the majority leader. So let's just hope that everybody holds true to that. We still have a shot at least of being we could still have 51 seats. Let's say hypothetically we don't get this seat in Arizona. We still have an excellent shot of getting Nevada. That Laxalt is ahead right now by a couple points. He looks like he'll win. We did win the governorship in Nevada, which is great news. And uh, this could be potentially a great win for getting Nevada flipped because I'll tell you, Nevada. Oh, but boy. Before we go and into Nevada, got... let's pause real quick and we'll come right back because that was my next question for you. And uh, I think we have to have some saving grace here. So, folks, uh, we're on with uh, Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. More to come straight ahead. This is America. When it comes to life's adventures, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. It's your journey. Our podcast in our own world takes listeners through our entire journey. The good, the bad, and the oftentimes hilarious moments that make up our lives. Whether we're pulling prank calls on our friends or having an honest discussion about representation, it's all a part of our story. And Hyundai knows your journey is at the heart of your story. That's why they're by your side to cover all of the many miles and milestones together. And thanks to Hyundai, My Cultura listeners can experience the incredible journey of our Latino content creators. We're using their voices to share their stories because we all have a story. Join us as we voyage through life and celebrate its beauty its diversity, and the voices of our culture. Together, we're discovering our road. Hyundai, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. It's your journey. 
The holidays always find a way. Hola, Amara La Negra here from Exactly Amara Podcast. Holidays y tradiciones go hand in hand. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's really about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with buenos amigos y familia, delicious food, mucho amor y cariño, and of course, ice cold Coke. Because Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get-together, Coca-Cola and the My Cultura Podcast Network is another great pairing. With their generous support, we can continue to bring you our stories, our way, and told by us. There's no better time to celebrate our stories than now and to celebrate our storytellers all year long. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis from the Chiquis and Chill podcast. State Farm apoya con orgullo este podcast and all the storytellers on the My Cultura podcast network. They value nuestra familia as much as we do, and that's why they're offering surprisingly great rates, so you don't have to give up on doing what you love. With State Farm, you'll help protect what's important to you. Together, we're committed to elevating the Latino experience. It's our time to be heard about so many topics. Y con el apoyo de State Farm, nuestras voces can speak about mental health, familia, financial literacy, body positivity, y mucho más. State Farm supports our vision, our communities, our neighborhoods, y nuestra gente. Tus seres queridos son tan importantes para ellos como lo son para ti. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. State Farm a proud sponsor of the My Cultura Podcast Network. This is America. Para Inglés, o primo número dos. Para Rich Valdez. Y esto es America. Ahora. All right, America, welcome back. It's Rich Valdez. At Rich Valdez with an S on all of the social media. And we have some audio I want you to hear. I don't want voters to be discouraged. I want them to know, I've tried to say in every press conference, that we're doing everything we possibly can to move this process forward. We'll see if we can make improvements in the future. So that is, again, uh, Mr. Gloria, the election official in, in Nevada, talking about counting ballots that they're trying to, I believe, count by hand because there's razor-thin margins in, in some of these uh, areas. And uh, we're on with Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff getting her analysis and opinion on all of this. Now, again, uh, another uh, bit of breaking news here. NBC is projecting Democrat Adrian Fontes as the winner uh, for Secretary of State over Republican Mark Fincham. So, Gunny, your thoughts? Well, <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say about Arizona right now. We'll just have yeah. to wait and see. I do hope that uh, Carrie Lake will pull it out. And uh, when the final tally of ballots is made, uh, Carrie Lake is very confident that she will win. And a good friend of mine, Harmeet Dillon, who's an election law attorney, along with uh, a civil rights attorney for conservatives. In fact, because of Harmeet Dillon, you may have seen her on the mm -hmm. networks. She had gotten the churches open in California when Gavin Newsom shut them down. She's an outstanding attorney. She's been on the ground there in Maricopa watching the counting and making sure that they were ready uh, for any type of challenge that they had to make if necessary. It's apparent that there are flaws after flaws after flaws, you know, from not having enough toner, mm -hmm. from not paper. having enough paper. I mean, it has just gone on. And to see that uh, Katie Hobbs is the person in charge of elections while the elections are completely crumbling out there, could potentially win the governorship, is just a sock in the stomach. I also will say I come from California. Um, my parents, I was raised here and my parents are in California. My father had just passed away uh, this summer, but my mother I'm is sorry. still alive. She's elderly. No, it's fine. They're elderly. And my mother is going to be turning 98. I get, wow. I just find it so insulting when I hear people say that, well, when Californians move into our state, that's the problem. No, that's a really too simple of a message. Number one, mostly conservatives would leave California anyway. Number two, if your message as a conservative is so bad that you cannot convince people of what you are doing as being right, then your messaging is wrong. You should be able to win because you are advocating for what is right, for what is needed, for what this country needs 
needs. If you're going to blame California voters, that is an easy way out. Those that are in Arizona, they've had this problem, as you mentioned, for the legacy of John McCain. I mean, he was part of the Keating Five, criminal Mm -hmm. activity that he managed to squeak through. He had a mercurial personality and a temper that would light a fire. He refused to declassify documents on Vietnam because of the impression people had that of his engagement. We could go on and on about John McCain. So please don't tell me it was California that influenced that Mm -hmm. mess. Uh, once people get a stronghold like the Bushes and the Clintons and people get a stronghold into politics, it's often very difficult to get them out. That's why if you do elect somebody, just ask yourself, can you handle them the rest of your life? Don't think of it as a two-year or a six-year term because they very well may stay a heck of a lot longer. Term limitations have not been enforced outside of having a U.S. president. So you got to be very cautious with who you pick, who you get on that ticket. And make sure. I don't know that they'll get rid of cinema. Cinema's been fairly moderate. And is it worth it? It'll take a heck of a strong conservative, not just a strong conservative, but somebody who can resonate with Arizona voters. But uh, Kelly was a weak candidate, in my opinion. And how we were unable to pull that off would be uh, left to be decided when we do a critical analysis of what went on. I will again say Blake Masters did not have the funding of the National Republic senatorial committee and thank you mitch mcconnell for influencing and poisoning so many of these elections with republicans that were seeking the seat in the general election shame on you yeah well well put Uh, i mean we also saw and we left off on nevada and i want to jump back to that but we saw the same thing with mcconnell uh, with um, Kelly Shabaka in, in Alaska and with Don Bolduck in New Hampshire, where funding was pulled. So we're going to continue and we're going to pick up where we left off before with Nevada. Uh, folks, our guest, Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff on this Veterans Day. Just to give you a couple of numbers, looking at the updated uh, results for Nevada. And uh, Adam Laxalt is in the lead with 48.5%. And Cortez Masto is at 48.4%. Listen to this. 467,000 votes versus 466,000 votes. So, I mean, talk about a super tight um, margin there. That's a super tight margin. Gunny, your thoughts? It's hard to uh, give an assessment right now on the edge of what these counts are going to actually mean. You know, I had Newsmax on and they just had Abe Hamada on, who was supposed to be uh, the next attorney general for Arizona, and he made no comment of the call that he has lost. And they still believe that there are enough ballots out there. I checked Harmeet Dillon's Twitter account, saw that she is strongly projecting that Carrie Lake will pull it off. So going to Nevada, just seeing that we have flipped it and gotten a governor, which is enormous, um, it's a thrill to see that. And I think there were two or three other seats in Nevada that were won by Republicans. I think COVID shut that state down to a point where when you went into Las Vegas, which I did when I was on the campaign trail, it decimated that city. And people don't forget that. They don't forget the livelihoods. They don't forget that it was difficulty to get any type of assistance or support from the government, uh, which was the very government that had shut them down. And it was a struggle because their industry was so uh strongly based upon tourism and the gambling industry. This wasn't something that was a regular job like many of us have that possibly we only had to work from home. So it'll be interesting to see what the the remaining uh, races are going to demonstrate. And I'm Mm -hmm. still going to be optimistic for Arizona. And I'm thrilled to see that Nevada pulled it out. Give everybody your website real quick. Uh, you mean my Twitter handle is at sure. Jesse Jane Duff, J-E-S-S-I-E-J-A-N-E-D-U-F-F. Same with Truth, Getter. and right back. Thank you, Gunnery Sergeant. We're out of time, but we will be right back. And that was Gunnery Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. Make sure you give her a follow and don't call her Sarge. <laughs> uh, I was not aware of that, but uh, I know now. Drop it. Give me 50. Now. There's a bunch of other stuff that I want to get into before we wrap up because this is our final segment. And I think it's important that we talk about these things because 
There's elections that are still hanging in the balance. There's lots of news out there that I want to share. And there's a couple of crazy headlines that I also want to share with you. Uh, Not the least of which is this one here. Let me see. Where did it go? I had it right here on my desktop. Uh, Texas fire dog unlocks door after officials get locked out. No, that wasn't it, but that was a very cool video. I will uh, put this out on social media though. So you can take a look at it. Uh, it was had to do with no, not with the dead person. I know we talked about the dead person, but this is a good one. Maybe I'll just reiterate this. This is from election day. Chula Vista. Deceased city attorney candidate holds modest lead in early returns. This is one of those good, and this is not the same guy that was, um, Reelected, although being dead in Pennsylvania. This happened in Chula Vista, California. And this is the city attorney, Mr. Silva. And speaking of attorneys and um, district attorneys and whatnot, brings to mind to me how there are Democrats out there like AOC, all out crazy, our least favorite congresswoman from the Bronx and Queens. And AOC thinks that somehow it's not the fault of uh, the criminals that were, you know, having a spike in crime or the reckless pro-crime progressive politicians. No, she thinks it's, you know, it's, it's the cop's fault. It's everybody else's fault. And she also has uh, some interesting thoughts on what is and isn't extreme. I want you to listen to this clip of audio because I can't get enough of her as much as I think she's crazy. She always outdoes herself with something just a little bit more crazy. Check out AOC all out crazy. On with Chris Wallace. Check this out. Do people want both parties to move from the fringes, from the extremes, back to the center? I think a lot of people in this country may say yes, but it's important for us to dig into the substance of what that actually means. Um, As someone who is often, uh, I think, characterized as extreme, I, of course, would object to that. I do not believe that I am as extreme uh, in the way that Marjorie Taylor Greene on the Republican side is extreme. The idea that there is an equating of believing in someone who believes in guaranteed universal health care in the United States with someone who believes that undocumented people should incur physical harm uh, are somehow in the same level of extreme is something that I would object to. Extreme or not extreme, that is the question. Now, my question is, does AOC, all out crazy, our least favorite congresswoman from the Bronx and Queens, does she have a point here? Uh, And again, this is just a legitimate question to you all. Let me know at Rich Valdez with an S, at Rich Valdez. She's saying that she believes that Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to harm um, illegal immigrants and that her desire to have universal health care doesn't compare in any way to the harm that she wants to bring about her. Now, I can't speak for the congresswoman. I I don't think I've ever heard her say anything like that. But I will tell you, I have met plenty of people that the boiling point on their blood reaches a fever pitch when you talk about illegal immigration. And if they had their way, they probably would sit at the border with a rifle and just start picking people off because it's an invasion. It's an invasion. It's not just a illegal immigration unchecked. It's the end of everything. It's, you know, the whole world is ending. And and I don't see it that way. I I think that we need to check immigration. It it could lead to a lot of things. It's detrimental for society in many ways and for our infrastructure. Uh, But I I would never suggest shooting these people. I just would never do that. And my my issue is, and I don't hate those people. If anything, my my, um, malevolence, if that's the word I'm going to use, would be towards Joe Biden for allowing this to happen, not only allowing it, because it's not like he's turning a blind eye. It's more like he's facilitating it and making it happen. So he's actively encouraging people to come by saying, no, we're going to change asylum laws. But the question here is, are the are the extreme part of either party um, is one more extreme than the other? I, I don't know that I could say yes or no in either direction. I can say this extremism is taking a foot in a lot of places. And I also would say AOC is a lot more extreme than she makes herself out to be. I mean, she's uh, an out-and-out Marxist. The longer you talk to her, the more you learn. This is just one little soundbite where she's trying to make herself sound like a Pollyanna, where she's just talking about universal health care, and that's all she wants. But she can get a little bit militant herself. Now, my issue with all of this comes to... I think it's important for us to recognize extremism since the left is always pointing it out and and call it for what it is. And at the same time, realize 
it's pretty prevalent in our society. AOC has never dodged who she was. She's always admitted to being a Marxist. She's always admitted to being a Democrat socialist, just like Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. The only thing Fetterman, I think, has dodged on was saying, oh, I support fossil fuels or saying he supported fracking uh, most recently. But outside of that, he's also a dyed-in-the-wool pseudo-commie, right? He's a, he's a, he's a socialist sympathizer. He's a Bernie Sanders supporter, accepted that endorsement, happy to be labeled that way. He's that guy, you know, one step away from Antifa. And maybe I'm being hyperbolic there. But my point is, he's not a Joe Biden type that claims to be a, a suit and tie, you know, run of the mill Washingtonian type of uh, politician from the swamp. No, no, no. Fetterman's got his hoodie. He's a different kind of guy. He's always had those different politics. So to me, it raises this question of what are we going to do to stop this extremism from affecting more people? We are graduating class after class after class of students that embrace this idea of universal health care, that embrace the idea that we should hate uh, America's founding, that we should uh, uh, favor the indigenous roots of the country instead of uh, those that actually started the country and the founders. And they're, they're somehow evil white people and that, you know, we have to pay reparations to the Native Americans and reparations to everybody else because this divide and conquer uh, othering is the key. And I say, absolutely not. Hell no, that's not the answer. That's what will continue to bring us down the slippery slope towards becoming the next Rome. Each of us has a responsibility incumbent upon us to make sure that we don't become the next Rome, to make sure that we fight these ideas. And we can only do that if we stop importing talent, if we stop importing doctors, nurses, and engineers, and we fix our own education system. So we create our own leadership, our own educational leadership and thought leaders that can go out there and lead the way in politics, lead the way in private sector, lead the way in public health, and not rely on the current pool of applicants or the current talent pool that leans to the left. So anyway, those are my thoughts. Hasta la próxima. Until the next time, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. And the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you to sit there and do nothing. So make sure you do something. Stand up for what you believe in because America needs you more now than she's ever needed you before. I am Rich Valdez and this is America. This is America. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Vacations are supposed to be easy, right? Lots of stress-free time spent on the beach with a drink in hand, making memories that will last a lifetime. So booking a vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. They offer easily bookable vacation packages with exclusive nonstop vacation flights to your favorite vacation destinations. Explore deals to top-rated resorts like Ryu Hotels and Resorts and plan your vacation with ease. It's like turning on easy mode. Get started at AppleVacations.com today. Hey.